Good morning, everybody. This is your ever-loving Uncle Fish coming to you live with the first installment of School of Fish. I'm excited to be here with everybody. Going to give folks a chance to come in, hang out, chat, let us know what's going on. Uh... For those of y'all that don't know, but I'm pretty sure everybody that knows me knows, we do the Five Star Fridays podcast every Friday night. And one of the things that we've started doing on that podcast is we're doing the versus challenge. And we take two characters or groups or whatever. And What's up, Fee? Good to see you. Glad to have you here. I'm having to do all this stuff by myself because I don't have a producer yet to help me out. But on Five Star Fridays, we do the verses, and this week we're doing Avengers versus X Men. Now, I can't draw all of the Avengers fighting all of the X Men because that'd be like a billion characters altogether. So we're not going to do that. We're gonna we're gonna bring it down to two. And there was a lot of suggestions thrown around. We talked about doing like Cyclops versus Captain America and stuff. And finally, I decided hey, that's a little unfair. But then it hit me, man, Storm versus Thor. Two amazing characters out of both teams. Very similar types of power sets. Uh, I think it's going to be real exciting to see what comes of this. Um, I think it's a good match-off for this. So the first thing I got to do is I got to look at some reference photos in <laughs> Am I Michael Watson or Fish Lee? I'm Fish Lee, but everything shows up on the Agents of Geekdom Network under Mike Watson because it's his account that everything is in. So it shows up as Mike Watson on some of the stuff. But yeah, I'm Fish Lee. I'm here for School of Fish. Uh, Fee says, let's go Storm. All right. We know what team she's on. I need to pick which version of Storm I'm going to do because there have been so many different versions of her over the years, so many different costumes and outfits. I'm a big fan of just about all of them. Let me share my screen here for a second and uh, see what we can get. No, that's not the right screen. I got too many screens going on here. Screen. One, there we go. All right, let's see. I'm going to be searching here, trying to find which version of Storm I want to go with. Like, I love the original costume, personally, and I'm a firm believer that she needs the cape, like she needs the wings. I like things that make sense. I like in the idea of that cape helping the wind catch her and make her fly. I think is a brilliant idea. Oh man, that is a beautiful design right there. I love that one. Um, but then I'm also a huge fan of Mohawk Storm. Here we got Mohawk Storm with the cape wings. That's pretty cool. I haven't seen that before. Um, so what do you guys think? Which version of Storm? Like, you know, the heavy metal Mohawk chick with... Oh, she had... She had the cape in the movie, too. I didn't realize. It's been a while since I watched it. Or the more traditional look. I love the traditional headdress on it. Big fan of that. And like I said, I'm a big fan of the cape. I I may have to go that direction. You know, I, I don't know if there's a choice in that one. That's pretty pretty classic Storm. What do you guys think? B says she likes the white and gold. Yeah. That's a pretty good look. Uh, oh, man. Oh, that is, that's a good look, too, though. It's sleek. The, the thigh-high boots seems a little too unnecessarily sexy in the original costume for me. Like, there's a, a point between, I look damn good in this, like she does in this outfit, and just sexy for sexy's sake, but doesn't make sense in a fight. And like, oh, I love this costume right here. I might end up having to do a variation of this look, you know, go to a little bit more traditional with the headdress, with the headpiece, and, you know, maybe even connect the cape again to her wrists because I love the idea 
of that making these parachute like pocket wing things that could catch the wind and suck her up. So, okay. That's what I think I'm going to go with. So let me turn off that screen and get to sharing this screen, which is the one where I'm going to be doing all my drawing in. So by now, everybody that's anybody should know that your uncle fish is known as the fastest artist in indie comics come by. Honestly, I whip out books quickity quick. Um, so let's see if we can get this done quickly here. Oh, wait a minute. I forgot my glasses. Young Fisher can't see the details without his glasses on. That's just crazy talk. All righty. So Storm versus Thor. First off, I'm just going to sketch out a couple of quick little thumbnails. Oops, I got white ink that's not going to do me any good i'm gonna sketch out a couple of quick thumbnails and see if i can get like a a look that's cool and dramatic and powerful Thor crashing down with his hammer. Storm just dodging out of the way here. Uh, I'm not crazy about that one. Let's see. Ah, da, 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 da. Let's try putting Thor in the foreground. And we'll put Mjolnir like way up here, like he's fixing to strike, and see how that looks. And then have Storm really fixing to lay the whip on him. Don't like that arm, but I think we're getting somewhere here. Maybe if we put Storm up here and had her pointing down at him and the wings coming off. And I'm kind of thinking of an image where like Thor's just taking it and like, you know, oh, you think you can control thunder kind of thing. I mean, I love the X-Men. I'm a little bit team Avengers on this one, but I don't know when it comes down to it. I'm, it's a tough call. Nah. I think we're getting somewhere, but I don't think we're quite there yet. Let's take another crack at it. I'm going to make another layer here and take another shot. Let's see if we put Storm in the foreground and had her really throwing it down. This is weird for me. I don't usually take this many goes to get a design down, but one of the nice things about being able to do this early and not having to do it live on the show Friday night is that I can take my time with it and I don't have to just go with the first thing that comes to mind and make that work. So I'm kind of excited about that. I'm kind of excited to see how far I can take some of these images for our versus battle because we were talking it out. And I love doing the art live. That's part of why I'm doing this art stream so I can do it live. I can talk to the viewers. I can answer questions about, you know, like how we do stuff in comics, why we do stuff. And, um, you know, I'm all about helping out folks to, you know, get a step up in their work. And, but at the same time when I'm working, when I'm drawing, it kind of takes some of my attention away. And we really like to focus on the argument part in five star. Like we like to focus on the conversation and the, why we think they're better. And the art is, 
is an accent. You know, it's something cool that we add on top of it, you know, but it's not the foundation of it. And so we talked it out for a minute and decided it would be better if I could just do the artwork ahead of time and I can do it live on this stream and people that want to watch it live can watch it live. And then during the show on Fridays, I can actually focus on my argument to why I think, you know, whatever I stand behind on this one, on this one, I don't know. I kind of got to give it, kind of got to give it to the Avengers. I think a little bit, what do you guys think in a total, total anarchy crossover fight between Avengers and X-Men? Who do you think wins on that? Not saying who won in the comics. I'm saying, who do you think wins? Because we all got our different reasons for why we believe, why we are team A or B on this one. <laughs> Avengers dominate, says Facebook users. Uh, I mean, I love the X-Men. I'm team X-Men all day long usually, but I don't know. I got to kind of give it to the Avengers because they go through so many different realms. They've got, you know, living gods and stuff on the team. They've, uh, I got to say, I'm kind of thinking, I'm kind of thinking I got to go with you on that and Avengers dominate in that contest. Just that's, that's where I'm standing right now. I'm kind of liking this layout. What do you guys think? You think this is the way to go with this one? Holt, Thor, Nuff said. Yeah, I kind of got to give you that one. Like, I wouldn't want to be any team going up against Tony Stark when he could just be engineering nanites to go in our ears and, you know, shut off our nervous systems if he really wanted to. Like, that that's not a team I want to go up against. And, you know, even if you win, do you really want to win being the dude that beat up Captain America? I mean, like, yeah, it would be awesome to be able to be the dude that beat up Captain America, but do you really, like, want that to be what you're known for? <laughs> that would kind of suck. <laughs> I don't know. I'm kind of liking that Thor. I don't know that I'm 100% sold on the storm yet because you can't see enough of her. Storm was okay. Okay. Storm was the queen of Wakanda and also called a God. That's true. That's true. Storm has in some books, I think they might've been alternate reality or something, but she has wielded Mjolnir before, which is why I like this, this face off. This is why I like this one in particular. Okay. I kind of like where this one's going. So I'm going to duplicate that and I'm going to scrap this version of her and I'm going to move him down here. Let's see. Okay. And let's see if we can come up with a better pose for her. That's not just completely blocking her face because she's, too cool looking character to have her blocked off like that. Oh, go fishy's got to get some royalty-free music I can play in the background because I am not used to working without music on. But I don't want the bots to ding me for playing music, so I'm going to have to get that figured out pretty soon because I'm planning right now on doing these shows every Tuesday and Thursday for now. See how it goes. See if people like it. Let's see. This references how many pictures of her does she tend to? And she tends to have her hands open when she does it. 
Okay, I like where that's going. I don't like how little over there is. So let's try manipulating that one as well. That's one of the things I love about working digitally. At first, I would have thought this was such a cop-out and such a cheat when I worked traditionally. And I was like, oh, that's not real art. You can just move stuff around. You can hit undo. Man, it saves so much time. And this is legit my job now. This isn't, you know, me doing it for fun. This isn't me doing it for clout. This is me hitting deadlines for clients and giving them a good product as quickly as I can. And for that sake alone, being able to reposition a cool design and not have to erase the entire page and start over from scratch, that is so valuable alone that I'm glad I made the switch to working digitally. It was a bit of a learning curve, but I'm glad I did it. <laughs> we heard you singing a few weeks ago bust out a couple of bars oh baby let me tell you i will get to singing it just just you wait at some point i'm gonna get to singing because you know that's kind of that's just how it goes that's a given but it'll probably be something weird that you know, nobody knows or it'll be something in a weird style that people aren't used to like oh my goodness i i stumbled across this dude that got famous during the pandemic uh jonathan colton culture and something like that and he makes a lot of silly songs and your uncle fish loves a silly song i that's why i love they might be giants and uh punk bands like uh the dead milkman and stuff because you know i love weird songs like you know the pyromaniac song or you know build a little birdhouse in your soul like that kind of stuff is my jam i love that and so when i found this dude and he's got songs about being a mad scientist or being trapped by you know robot overlords on a alien planet oh i fell in love with him but son let me tell you he has got a version of Baby's Got Back. It is the most gentle folk song version you have ever heard. My life will always be, uh, yep, that's him. That's my dude right there, Jonathan Gold. Like, I didn't know he did the the song for Portal where, you know, she's griping about, you know, I'm glad you killed me. I, I hope you die out there. I'm going to sit here and eat the cake. Like, I didn't know he did that song. He's freaking amazing. But his version of Baby's Got Back, my life will always and forevermore be divided into the time before I heard that song and after I heard that song. Because he is, that is my absolute favorite version of any song i have ever heard in my life just listening to the the gentle dulcet tones of you know him singing you know oh, it's it's beautiful if you haven't heard it i highly recommend it i'm not drawing because i'm so busy talking about how much i love his song it's good y'all ought to go check it out all right i'm gonna i'm gonna drop the transparency on that layer and now make even another layer on top of it. Whoops, wrong button. I'm going to flip the page now because when I flip the page, mistakes really start to jump out at me. And now I'm going to try and really focus in and correct some of this. Uh, I got that head a little bit off, but it's. I'm trying to correct just how long her neck is here. But also i think i came in a little bit too close but again that's the nice thing about working digitally i can grab it and move it and i don't have to erase it and start over and lo lose 
that awesome head that I drew. And that, that alone speeds up so much time. Not having to erase my pencils, and I spent years mastering a good erasing technique that wouldn't tear up the page and wouldn't, you know, wouldn't tear up the page more than needed to, wouldn't accidentally wrinkle the page and all of that stuff. And now I never use it anymore because I can just click a button and all my pencils disappear. I hate that I lost that, the ability to use that skill that I was so good at and I mastered, but man, just the time it saves me not having to erase a page. That's time. I, the time I would spend erasing pages for the day, I can get another page inked in that time today because it saves me that much time. So, you know, I'm, I still love traditional. I would still love to be able to do more traditional work. I just, when it comes down to time, I'm just not working on jobs that pay enough for the amount of extra time that's going to take yet. I would love it if, you know, if we got to where we were, you know, guaranteed selling, say, 400 copies of Green Zone every time we put on an issue, that would pretty much make it worth, you know, that little bit of bump would make it worth the extra time it would take to do them, do the pages traditionally. And then I would also have more traditional pages that I could turn around and sell afterwards, which would be nice too. That's a a secondary source of income that I kind of hate that I miss out on. But, you know, right now it's all about getting the books out to the backers in a timely fashion that makes sense to it. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, it's freaking amazing, isn't it? I cannot, Jonathan Colton, baby's got back. You've got to listen to it. It is amazing. My anaconda don't want none unless you have got buns on. You can do side bins or sit-ups. Please don't lose that button. I mean, I just love him. It's so... It's everything I love. It's weird. It's funny. It's catchy. It's a little bit dirty. I just... Though, honestly, like, it feels like all the, all the dirty gets kind of taken out by the silliness of it, you know, a little bit, but I just love it. But then I also, you know, love like, you know, acapella boy band renditions of gangster rap and stuff. Like I just, I like weird stuff. That's the kind of stuff that, you know, gets me going. So when it comes to Storm versus Thor in this fight. Who do you think wins in this fight? I mean, like I said before, we've had Storm wielding the power of Mjolnir, so this is this is a lot fairer fight than a lot of other matchups would be. You know, like when you match up leader for leader, like Cyclops versus Captain America, as much as I love Captain America, I I don't think that's even really much of a fight. I mean, he can deflect the I-beams, but I think only got that for a little while before, you know, once, once Scott catches him with it, I think that's a done deal. Just my personal two cents. Um, but who do you think in facing off Thor and Storm, who do you think has it in that fight?
Fee says, you know who I'm rooting for. Yeah, well, you know. Fee's going to be Team Storm all day long. That's all right. That's all right. Storm's pretty awesome. I would take Storm in just about every fight. I don't know. Personally, I got to think, you know, being a however many thousand-year-old Asgard, Asgardian, sorry, has to, has to count for something just in sheer you know, battle experience, you know, in just time spent on the battlefield, like time mastering a craft, you know, like, like, honestly, the only difference between me and everybody else out there that wants to be a comic book artist really comes down to the thousands of hours I've spent practicing my craft and, you know, honing this ability and, you know, that's the only thing that puts me above anybody else. And so I have to think that the sheer amount of years he's spent on the battlefield, centuries possibly even, you know, because of his, you know, near immortality as an Asgardian, or maybe it's pure immortality. I don't know now. The stories have changed a lot since I kept up with them on the regular. My buddy Eric would know. Uh, I got to give the edge to Thor myself. Let's see here. What do we think? How is that looking? It's got a little... I'm also trying to think future things we might do with this image, and I want to make sure I don't put too much in the cutoff zones. Which, for any young artists out there, you know, that are wanting to get in the business, one of the things that I would really recommend is that you look up the printers that people are going to be using, like Kablam. Like this template that I'm using right here, I designed for Kablam. And, oh, y'all can't see it real well, can you? Let me see if I can zoom in and maybe it shows up. Um, all right, the lines are so light, they're not showing up on the sharing, so I'll just draw them in. I've got a line set here, a real fine line layout, which is where the cutoff is. So when I do a bleed trim, I know I need to draw outside of that line so when it gets cut off, you know, the artwork goes all the way to the edge. I've got a line set up in here that's set up for this safe zone. When they cut this, it's not absolutely accurate. So it could be cut off here, or it could be cut off here, or it could even be cut off here. This line right here tells me anything within here. This is the furthest I can go and keep stuff safe. And then this right here is where I usually try and keep my panels and borders within so I know everything is safe. If if something is going to come out of that panel border, like a fist or something, say, I know I want to keep it within here if I can, unless I don't care if it gets cut off. Like if it's a laser blast, that can go out all the way off the page. And if it happens to get cut off here, that's not the end of the world. But if I'm writing words and they get cut off here, that makes a big difference. We don't want that. So I set up a page layout specifically designed for that and it has the layout lines in it. So when I'm working, I can see those. You can just barely see it right there coming through his hammer. Um, they're very light layout lines, so they're not distracting, but I cannot recommend that enough in laying out your page to the dimensions that the printers want because each printer wants it just a little bit differently and it's kind of frustrating because it's such minor differences from one to the other but if you go ahead and lay up your page to this is kablam standards this is comics wellsprings standards and they'll all give you templates for where those lines are and where you know their safe zone and their trim line and all that stuff is you can set up templates for that and then talk to your client and be like, what printer do you use? 
and I can draw it specifically for that. And that will save them so much hassle on the other end of not ending up with a page that has beautiful artwork that goes all the way to the edge of the page, but it doesn't quite fit my printer's layout. So either I have to leave it a little bit small and maybe possibly have white edges on the top and bottom when they trim it or enlarge it so that it gets trimmed off right, but then it's going to cut off lettering on the side or something. You don't want that. That's amateur hour. So look in, find out what the other printers are doing, what their stats are, and put that into pages. Saves you so much time. When I go to make a new page, I just click when I'm opening my page and I click Kablam template, boom. Doing double page spread, I have one set up for Kablam's double page spread. Doing a magazine size comic at Kablam, I have that template laid out. Doing a manga, I don't have that template laid out yet, but if somebody hired me to do a manga, you better bet that'd be the first thing I do. All righty. I've been playing with that a hot minute. Oh, see, when I flipped it back, I see the back of her head's lumpy. I didn't notice that from the other side. That's one of the beauties of flipping your art back and forth. You catch things like that that you wouldn't have caught otherwise. Um, all right, let's see. That's a great face, but it's not a great Aurora face, really. Some of the references I'm looking at here, she's got a lot rounder face these days, which is a nice look. I definitely want to want it to look like Aurora. I always want it to look like the characters as much as I can. The funny thing is, like, where most artists, like, have spent their whole lives doing fan art and, you know, drawing Spider-Man or Superman or whatever. I almost never have. Even the characters that I dearly love, like Spider-Man, I've rarely drawn. Batman is the only real exception to that um, because the movies came out like when I was in junior high or high school or whatever. And that was huge for me. Uh, you know, at that time. So I did draw a lot of Batman right then, but, uh, I think this is pretty much like, I want it to have kind of my flair too, but I want it to also look somewhat similar like that's one of the things i love about drew moss's work that's why i that's why when it came time to do uh variant covers for issues two and three he was he was top on my list because i really love the way he does faces like when he does storm it doesn't look like storm from the comics it looks like that beautiful girl that works at the coffee shop as storm like it looks like a real portrait of a real person that is this character not the way they look in the comic books but this is this is who this character really is and um you know and this is what she looks like and i love that i love that realism that he gives it it's just beautiful i'd like to say i'm going to get there someday but i don't know that i'm ever going to get quite there He's got a whole different skill set he has developed over the years. And I've got the skill set I've worked on. And I love my work. I love his work. And I think they both have their place. But, man, can't help but be a little bit envious. Man, his stuff is amazing. But there's a lot of people out there that I'm envious of their work. 
but for one reason or another, that's just like, I love the photorealistic stuff. Oh my, my goodness. I am so amazed by the people that can do photorealism and sit there with, you know, color pencils or an airbrush or whatever the case may be. And just make this amazing piece that looks like a photo of these people. I can't do that. I do not have the patience. I could learn the skills for it. I didn't realize her headpiece came down in front of her ear, but in this drawing it does. So goodbye, ear I drew. We're going to miss you, but it's going to be okay. I love the photorealism. I would never have the patience to be able to do it. I, part of my Tourette's and my ADHD and everything is my brain runs super fast, helps make me the fastest artist in indie comics, doesn't do a whole lot for patience. So I just, I cannot spend days working on one piece that would drive me up the wall and that's okay i do what i do and i do it to the best of my abilities and people like it and want to pay for it so that makes it good to me all right let's see here whoops i'm still going transparent ink all right let's give her She's got a bit of a high do here in this image. I don't know what's bringing it up so high, but I'm going to give her a little ponytail on top to help explain why it's that high. All right. What do y'all think? I'm digging that face on her. I'm liking the way that came out. Um, now for her costume, we got the bustier and the high boots, or we got the, gosh, I love that leather outfit, and I love the collar and stuff on that cape. You know what? I'm going to do a mix because it's my drawing. It's my drawing. I can mix if I want to. Mix if I want to. Mix if I want to. You would mix too if it was drawn by you. Do, 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 do. You asked for singing. There you go, baby. Don't ding me for copyright. Because, you know, I sing so beautifully. Facebook bots, the YouTube bots, they can't tell the difference between my voice, my golden pipes, and the, you know, the actual songs. It's just, it's just so similar. Frankie Valley wouldn't be able to tell the difference. <laughs> See, Fee appreciates my notes. She appreciates my golden voice. That's the whole reason I'm a comic book artist and, you know, not a professional country singer or something, because I don't want to put everybody else to shame, you know, all the Alan Jacksons and Tracy Birds and I don't know who else is out there in the world doing country music. They, they need to make a living too. If I go out there singing, man, everybody's going broke and I'm not, I'm not about that. So, you know, so instead I draw comic books for a living. That and I get to work in my PJs, which is always, you know, that's a huge plus right there. I like to joke with folks that my PJs are my official work uniform. It's every once in a while I take the dog out or something and people look at me funny because it's three in the afternoon and I'm in my PJs. Hey, I'm working over here. It's my uniform. 
I don't come to McDonald's and judge you. <laughs> Fee would say more, but she's got her feelings hurt. She's hiding off in a corner because I didn't say Storm would win automatically. Yeah, you know, which hey, okay, I get you, I get you. You can have your feelings hurt. That's all right. I don't know. I this one I'm really torn on. I could absolutely see a hundred different instances where Storm would win. You know, especially if that's, you know, what the writers needed. I could easily write her a win on this fight. No problem. No problem at all. And I could make her regal and a badass while she does it. But I, you know, the realist in me, because, you know, we only get into comic books because we're realists and we, you know, need things to be believable. Right? I mean, come on. That's why we read comic books. <laughs> Not for escapism is I have to think, you know, the God of thunder and lightning would win this one, but you know, that's, that is just my take. I am sure there's a lot of people that could see it go another way. That's just my two cents on it. But so far, let's see fee and Facebook user are the only ones that have sounded off about it though we ain't got a whole lot of folks out there right this second so you know maybe that's all we got right now i'm gonna have to come back and check the comments later and see what the people that came in to watch later on said oh speaking of the people that come in and watch later and the comments because that's something that I wanted to talk about while I was on here and I almost forgot. Um, one of the things that I'm planning on doing on the School of Fish is, you know, everybody's enjoyed watching me. Let me switch this for just a second. Everybody's enjoyed watching me do where I roll up a character on my TikToks and stuff and roll up random powers and then get to design a new character from scratch that's going to end up in green zone and already book two has two characters you've watched me roll up and draw on TikTok that are in the book now and are going to be regular recurring characters uh book four is going to have some new people showing up that i've drawn um i want you guys to start making suggestions in the comments on all of these videos for superpowers and i'm going to make a list of superpowers that all of our fans and stuff have kicked in I'm going to make a list of that. I'm going to make a chart. I'm going to put it right over here on the wall. And we're going to roll up random characters, probably on Tuesdays, I'm thinking right now, and design a new character that will end up in Green Zone off of a list of superpowers that you guys give me. Because I like rolling superpowers out of books, but some of those superpowers are kind of limited, and they're only limited to ideas they have from other characters. And the same thing for when I go to online power generators, it's usually, you know, a bunch of this is Wolverine's powers, this is Spider-Man's powers, this is, you know, uh, Cloak and Dagger's powers, whatever. And I really want to do a bigger variety than that. And I'd be really interested to see what kind of powers, you know, J-Man comes up with or Andrew comes up with or Fee comes up with. And I think it would be pretty cool if you guys got to see characters get created off of powers that you thought of that then end up in green zone. So sound off in the comments, sound off on my TikToks, Facebook posts, wherever. And I'm going to start compiling a list of all those. And then we're going to put that list together and we are going to, we are going to make it happen. Captain. All right. I'm going to have to come over here and make this look more like Thor. Because Thor's a pretty boy. It's not an ugly boy. No, he's a little too pretty to be a thunder god. Yeah, he don't look like he's ever been punched in the face. No. 
He don't have no cauliflower ears. He ain't fought nowhere. Let's see. I'm going to look up some references for what they're doing with Thor right now. So I can... You know, not have it be totally, like, 60s Thor. That one still feels kind of old to me. Gotta have the discs. That's without a question. You gotta have the, the six-disc CD changer on his chest. Or maybe he's like a dog and he has six nipples and those are, you know, to protect him when he gets riled up in battle. Could be. They never told us it ain't. So, who knows. Uh, so we've seen him naked. Let's see. What did she say? I'm going to go hard for my girl till the end. No corner standing here. <laughs> I'll see you tomorrow to tell you how I really feel. All right, Fee. All right. Throw that gauntlet down. Throw that gauntlet down. We'll see how it turns out tomorrow. Facebook user says, hey, fish. Hey, Facebook user. I know you're one of a handful of Facebook users, so hello to you, whichever one. Good to see you. Glad you're here. Trying to draw me some Thor. Want to make him look awesome. Want to make him look cool. Want to make him look like a tough old thunder god. Not some sissy little... You know, electric blanket or something. No, he needs to be a bad boy. Though, I got to say, if I'm going to do Thor, his nose is going to be a little broken. Because if I'm going to do Thor, he has seen a thing or two. That's part of why, that's part of the reason I give him the edge in this fight, is that he's been through it for centuries. And I just, you know, he needs... To be a little less, little less pretty. Oh, this particular Facebook user is Katie. That is not one of the ones I would have guessed. Good morning, Katie. Glad you're here. Happy to have you. Hope you enjoy it. I'm going to zoom out and give you a picture of the whole thing we're doing right now. We're doing Storm versus Thor. And right now I'm trying to figure out just exactly how I want to do Thor's face. I like the bearded Thor. So let's give this a shot and see what we think of that. Plus, I just like drawing beards. It's another one of those challenges that I, I didn't know how to do at one point. And I saw in a Conan book, they drew several characters with really awesome beards and I was amazed by it and realized I didn't know how to draw it. So just like when I realized I didn't know how to draw fat people or old people, I started learning how to draw beards. How many voice impressions we getting today? <laughs> well, we've only got a handful of people on the screen, so we're only going to get so many. Oh man, voices have been a that's that's been a big issue of mine for a long time and for the longest time i didn't realize why i did it so much now i think it's partially related to my tourette's and uh you know uh executive dysfunction and inhibitions but oh man i've always had a problem with doing impressions and i got a real bad problem of imp doing impressions of like people I know, two people I know. And like, I didn't even think about it. Like I have two friends, Steve and Bill, you know, two old dudes I go to church with, love them both. They're good friends. They are the dudes that you can call in the middle of the night when a storm blows the roof off your house. You know, they will come out in the rain and the lightning and climb a ladder and get a hammer and nail tarps down like these are good dudes that i love with all my heart and steve's got a real deep voice he's a little fella little fire plug of a man but he's got a deep voice on him and my buddy bill is he's a giant like me and he's a firefighter and kind of think it's got to have to do with years and years of being a firefighter that he talks very quiet doesn't have a lot to say so whenever I'm talking, you know, and I'm like, oh yeah, me and 
Bill and Steve were hanging out at breakfast. And, and when I tell a story, I use their voices without even thinking about it. And I'm like, yeah, we were sitting there and Steve's like, well, what you boys been up to this week? And Bill's like, well, you know, I had to mow a couple of yards, but got pretty hot and tired and didn't end up mowing my own. And I just do it without even thinking about it. So, you know, doing voices for Thor and yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. It's going to happen. It's just part of who I is and there ain't much I can do about it. Let's see. I want to draw this before I forget what I'm doing. <laughs> Fee out here laughing at you, Uncle Fishy. Thinks it's funny. Thinks it's funny because I'm doing voice. That's all right. I ain't hung up about it. Man, I got to tell you what. That is a life lesson right there in itself from one of the wisest, weirdest men I've ever met in my life, Ellis James. Old man I used to work with at a sign shop. I ain't hung up about it has become one of my life mantras. And if you pay attention, you will hear me say it a lot in my life. And not a whole lot of people know that it comes from old Ellis James, but it was something he used to say all the time at work. And my first day at work, he scared the crap out of me. Um, I was my first day. I didn't know anybody at this sign shop and the art department is usually kind of separated into this office up near the salesman and stuff. But when we have to do big jobs, like, you know, say putting vinyl on an 18 foot long banner, we would have to go out closer to the work floor where like the screen printers and stuff worked all day. And, um, you know, use rooms out there to hang up the banners, to put lettering on them and stuff. And so my first day I get sent out there to do this big 18 foot banner for one of our clients. And I'm parked there next to Ellis James and he, he made all of our screens for screen printing and he's sitting there working. I'm sitting in my room working and Ellis starts talking to himself. I don't really think anything about that because I talk to myself all the time. I know it's amazing. You can't believe you. Uncle Fisher talked to himself all the time, but that's what I'm doing right now. I'm talking to myself. Some of y'all might be listening, but I'm talking to myself. And so Ellis James sitting there talking to himself. I'm not thinking anything about it because I do the same thing. And, you know, and he starts telling this story and I'm only kind of half paying attention but the story keeps getting darker and darker as he goes along. And eventually I'm paying very close attention to this crazy tale that he's weaving, you know, and it starts out with like, with just simple little things like, uh, thank you. I appreciate that. I enjoy it too. I watch this stuff when I'm working. So Ellis James is over there and he's just working and he starts out, the story starts out real simple. Another minute. Yeah. My brother came over to the house the other day. I ain't hung up about it. And yeah, he said he wanted a bear and I didn't have none. I ain't hung up about it. And he just keeps telling this little rambling story that doesn't seem to have much to do with anything. My brother wanted to start some trouble. I ain't hung up about it. He told me he slept with my wife, but I ain't hung up about it. Now, at this point, I'm listening and I'm paying close attention because I'm like, oh, my God, this crazy dude just sitting here talking to himself, spilling all his family secrets out here. And it just keeps going and it keeps going and it keeps going and, until eventually he's like, yeah, my brother pulled a gun on me but I ain't hung up about it. And I'm like, Oh my God. Now I'm, I'm listening. Like it's a freaking telenovela. I'm not working anymore. I'm just listening around the corner at what he's doing. And he's like, yeah, I had to pull mine first shot my brother dead, but I ain't hung up about it. And, and now I'm like, Oh my God, this dude just admitted that he killed somebody. Oh my God. What am I going to do? I'm sitting here working on this crazy man. Just admitted that he killed his brother and he doesn't even care. And I am freaking 
let me tell you. And he just keeps going. Man talks about how he wrapped him in a tarp and he took him out into the woods and buried him, but he ain't hung up about it and just keeps on going. And I'm freaking out. And I go back. I finally, like at some point, I'm too scared to even leave this room. Like I'm afraid if I step out of this room and he sees me, he's going to kill me and realize I just heard him admit to this murder. And he's going to, you know, bury me in the same woods where he buried his brother. And I'm terrified, but eventually, you know, my brand new manager is calling me over the intercom saying I need to come back into the art room. So I come out of that room, like white as a ghost. And I'm like, I got to go to the art room. Uh, uh, Veronica called me. She knows where I am. I I need to go there. Like try any excuse so that he don't kill me. Uh, Oh man. I was, I was absolutely hooked on the tea. I done burnt my whole mouth and throat sipping on the tea. Uh, I run in there. I'm terrified. I run to my new boss and I'm like, he, Ellis James is out there. He just admitted to killing his brother. He said that his brother slept with his wife and that he shot him and killed him. And then he wrapped him in a tarp and he buried him in the woods. And she just starts laughing and she grabs me by the shoulder and she drags me out there. And she's like, Ellis James get over here. And he's like, yes, ma'am. And he's like, tell this boy you were messing with him. And he just died laughing. I have never seen a bigger smile on an older man in my entire life. You could see every tooth in dude's head. He's just cackling. He's, he's like, man, I didn't think you was listening. I just kept going, waiting to see till I get a rise out of you. And Oh my God. It was so fun. Ellis James became my favorite person at work that day. Absolutely loved him. He was a weird old coot, but I love the dude. And he actually had a whole lot of wisdom to share with all of his kookiness. And I ain't hung up about it has honestly become like one of my mantras. Now I, it doesn't matter what, what's going on. If I can, if I can live it out, if I can believe it, if I can manifest it, I ain't hung up about it. I am not going to let somebody else's drama tear me down. I'm not going to let somebody else's issues ruin my day just because like one book might fall through. Well, that sucks, but there's other work to do. I got other books to do. I got green zone to work on. I got five stars. I got, you know, I ain't hung up about it, you know? things go bad, sad times come. I'm not hung up about it. I'm going to let them hurt for a second. I'm going to feel those feelings. And then I am going to go on with my life and I ain't going to be hung up about it. I ain't going to sit there forever dwelling on what happened. You know, I'm not going to sit there forever. This is the end of me. This is the end of my story. Too many bad things happened. We're going to sit here now and dwell. Nah, I ain't hung up about it. I'm going to keep on moving. And you know, this was long before, long, 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 long time before your beloved Uncle Fishy got crippled with a severe case of Tourette syndrome. This is long before your Uncle Fishy ended up spending all of his days in a wheelchair or stuck in his recliner. This, you know, going sometimes days without eating because I couldn't get up and get to the kitchen by myself and get something to eat. Like this is long before all the worst things in my life happened to me. And one of the things that got me through the worst times of my life was, you know, I was like, yeah, this sucks, but I ain't hung up about it. There's too much good going on. There's too much good stuff to focus on. I've got amazing kids that love me. I've got, now I've got beautiful daughter-in-laws and grandbabies and all kinds of stuff to add to that amazing family. I've got great friends like old Steve and my buddy Bill. I've got all kinds of great friends in my life. I've got amazing kids. I've got amazing talent. I got a list of, you know, creeping up to like 40 books that I've worked on. I ain't hung up about it, you know? So what if I couldn't walk for a few years? What if some days I can't speak and, you know, some days I can't walk to the bedroom without help. 
I ain't hung up about it. My life is good, baby. I got a lot going for me. I have an amazing, beautiful new wife that is a blessing to my soul every day. I have amazing grandbabies. I had to time this show. The reason that this show is going from 10 to 11, and I've actually gone a little over now that I realize it, um, is because I am blessed with having my grandbabies and my daughter-in-law staying with us while she's pregnant and my son is deployed out of the country. And this is my office has turned into their guest room. And, you know, while some people might say, oh man, I've lost my office. I am blessed with having my grandbabies here every day running up to me with their sticky little hands saying, Gigi, Gigi, Gigi. And I'm like, no, I'm Papa. But I love it, baby. Let me tell you. And, you know, so I lost my office for the most part. I hung up about it. We worked out a time that's the best when they get up for breakfast and before they have to come in for their nap. I got a little window here that I can come in here and film from a show. So I ain't hung up about it. It's one of my life mottos. That and there ain't nothing to it but to do it. Two of my favorite sayings that keep me going, baby. Thank you so much. I'm guessing, Katie, Facebook user. Thank you very much. I, I have taken a lot of joy in working on hair. Um, it's funny, you know, as I'm drawing out this pattern for uh, Thor's armor here, I'm reminded of one of my favorite indie characters in the whole world, Steel Wolf, which belongs to my buddy, Eric Bennett. And I'm reminded because he has the scale mount pattern down one side of his body. And like the first time he hired me to draw an image for him, uh, I saw that scale mail and I was like, oh man, that's, that's going to suck. So, you know, it's down one side of his body. You know, I, I could turn it the other way and not have to draw that. No, that's not how your uncle fishy rolls. I absolutely turned that side to the camera and drew it, but Eric loves me for being able to draw steel wolf's hair like i'm one of his favorite artists for drawing steel wolf because i get his very 90s influenced hair and little beard combo right and don't just draw like a mullet or something like some other people might tend to do and i'm like baby i had that haircut your uncle fishy had that exact haircut and that exact beard back in the day there is a reason I draw it well, because I know it. I had it. I had to style it every day. I know that look. I know what long hair does. And and then I also know, like, all the little mannerisms and stuff sometimes you got to put in, like, pulling your hair up when you put something on so it's not stuck in your cape or whatever. And, like, you know, those little add-ons always make it fun and exciting. And, you know, all those little mannerisms and stuff, because I've had that hair, despite current appearances, I actually shaved my head for wigs for kids, not because I was going bald, like most people think. Uh, once I found out that you could shave your head and make wigs for kids with cancer, I was like, oh, hell yeah, I went home, shaved my head. And I assumed that I would be doing the same thing, you know, every several years and just continue doing it forever. But once I had a shaved head, my OCD kicked in. I was like, oh, man, this is so easy to take care of. This is great. And, yeah, I never could go back. All right. That's what I got so far on Storm versus Thor. Y'all are going to have to tune in to Five Star Fridays to check out the rest of it because I've already gone over the hour, and my grandbabies are going to need to come in here and take a nap. So I'm going to wrap this up and save what I'm doing. Thank you guys for being here. Tune in tomorrow night, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard on all the Agents of Geekdom Network and watch Five Star Fridays. We're going to be playing the time lapse of this like through the pencils, the inks, the colors as we argue down who's going to win between the Avengers and the X-Men. You guys need to tune in and let us know who you think's going to win. Let's see. Here's a big one. This is looking so great. 
severe anomaly. This is looking so great. Was watching while doing morning chores, and I can't believe you can talk and draw at the same time <laughs> and get this done so well. I'm telling you, baby, that takes a lot of work. Thank you, Twitch viewers, for tuning in and watching. It, it takes a lot of focus. That's part of why we decided to make the switch on Five Star Fridays. We still want the art, but when I have to focus on the on drawing, I can't focus on my argument as much. and and I kind of feel rude looking off camera the whole time if we're only going to be showing the drawing for, you know, maybe 10 minutes. So this way I can put all my work into the drawing. People that want to watch it live can tune in and watch it live. And oh, all right, Sarah. Good to see you. Glad you're here. Thank you for tuning in. I can't talk and draw at the same time. It takes talent. Absolutely. It's part of my brain not being like other people's makes some things work easy. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to being able to really focus my argument and just, you know, really tear down, you know, those that disagree with me and have the wrong opinion on who would win between Avengers and X-Men, but y'all got to tune in. Y'all got to tune in Friday night, 6 PM Eastern standard, five-star Fridays. And we're going to see, we're going to hash it out, baby. Come in, let us know. Tell us who you think is going to win and check out how the artwork comes out finished. I will see you guys there. Thank you for joining. I'm so glad that y'all were here. I appreciate it. You made this whole thing a whole lot of fun. And I don't have an outro yet, so I'm going to play this real quick, and then I'm going to get out, y'all. <laughs>